Welcome to Hardly a Week 40, the short-form podcast giving you what you need in under 10 minutes. Today is Monday, October 2nd, 2023. This week's podcast is brought to you by Wise. If you travel overseas for work or have the need for an overseas bank account, then Wise could work for you. I particularly like the physical travel visa when I'm overseas. The affiliate link will be in the show notes for you to sign up and support the show. With that, let's jump straight into this week's articles. I have a fair few, and then I was also away at B-Sides Canberra, which was awesome, and I'm going to cover off some of the talks from there. So the first one I've got is from Artifast. I believe I covered one of their articles last week as well. This time, they're investigating Android Facebook Messenger, talking about the digital forensics values of the Android Facebook Messenger, the location of the message artifacts, and then it also steps through the different artifacts and kind of groups them into... I guess, different significance of the artifact. So uh, messengers, the contacts, the calls artifact, messenger rooms, attachments, and messenger threads. So again, everything will be in the show notes. Always check that out. I'm next to DFIR report. This was, I think I might have briefly covered this, maybe on one episode. Uh, very long, lots of lots and lots of detail. Um, this is a great one to read. It will take a while to read because there is definitely a lot of information here. But the title is From Screen Connect to Hive Ransomware in 61 Hours and pretty much steps through the whole case study. So great read. You will need some time put aside at night to kind of go through this one. But for anyone that's in IT, instant response, a good one. Is Securing PowerShell a Lost Cause by Alan Liska? I like this one because I remember back when I was first getting into cybersecurity that I read like a one-line thing. I think it was someone on Twitter. I can't remember who, but they were like, PowerShell is not a secure scripting language, and it, it never has been. And this article goes through and kind of agrees with that. All the mitigations and security controls are around account access management, privileges that you have on the system, not really... PowerShell itself, it does talk about like turning on advanced logging, turning like disabling old versions of PowerShell, like version two, uh, which has limited logging capabilities, and then steps through how you kind of would do it within an organization, which a lot of organizations don't do well because it's very complex. It takes a lot of maintenance to, to keep going and may interrupt some users while you're trying to implement and roll it out. Asset Research, uh, this is from We Live Security. Uh, com. Lazarus luring employees with Trojanized coding challenges, the case of a Spanish aerospace company. I like this one because I also saw a talk, which I'll talk about from B-Sides Brisbane from uh, the Lazarus group, although they had a different name from CrowdStrike and about how they're very good at that social engineering aspect. So I'm very excited to get onto this article um, after seeing that one at B-Sides Brisbane. The Digital Forensic Survival Podcast. This is the DFSP Linux home directory files for DFIR. Uh, their show notes are about as descriptive as mine, which is completely fine. Um, but I'm definitely going to give this one a listen to to see what it's like. I think if I can see, I don't know. Looks like on the page it doesn't have how long the episode is. Let me jump into it. No, okay. Um, I need to get onto one of my podcast platforms and have a listen to this one and recommend for the others as well. The other thing is there's a lot of software updates this week. As always, I take a lot of the 
inspiration for what I talk about from this week in 4N6, and I'm just going to link it to every time now so you can have a read through all the other articles that I kind of don't cover because I kind of pick what interests me and what I think will be good for beginners. Um, but you can check out the software updates there. There's a lot, lot there from tools that I use, so I just didn't want to pick one this week. So like I said, B-Sides Brisbane uh, ran from Wednesday 27th to through to Saturday 30th. There was a whole bunch of CTFs over the weekend. I got to see so many of my friends and colleagues from all around Australia. It seems to be the event that we all go to and all get really excited to go to over the year. The talks are generally very technical, very academic, and that comes from, I think, the community and volunteers that run B-Sides compared to some of the other B-Sides, and, and not to say that that's a bad thing. Um, and I'm going to cover off on some of the talks that I really liked. Uh, to note, I did not go to any talks on the Friday because I stayed in my hotel trying to do the CTF and failing miserably, though the Hardly Adequate team is definitely going to be going through it and putting up some YouTube videos on once we walk through it and talking about our experiences from it. So definitely wait out for that. The first one, so APT Attack Techniques in Azure Cloud. This was Lina Lau, uh, who is the founder of, I think it's pronounced Zintra. Um, she was a great presenter and she offers training courses and has um, some free resources on her website. It was just another um, really good way to highlight some security issues within implementation of hybrid environments and how everyone's really worried about the on-prem, but you've got to worry about the boundary between on-prem and cloud because it's less monitored and there's less concern around detection engineering. So um, really good talk. I really enjoyed her presentation. Um, keen to see some of her resources, but I'll, I don't know whether the B-Sides talks are all out yet, so I will try and link just the presenters' websites or YouTube channels, um, if I can find them from all of these. Case studies in point-of-sale hardware hacking. Uh, this was done by, and I apologize if I pronounce this incorrectly, but Zoe Petrulius. Petrulius? Um, they are a pen tester from the NCC group, uh, NCC group, sorry. And it was just a really well put together hardware hacking. Like a lot, of, I, I find some penetration or like software vulnerability research uh, really struggle to present because they put up source code on the screen. It's hard to see. It's very technical because they kind of want to showcase that. Hardware hackers are awesome at presenting. They kind of like just understand to explain the high level stuff. And um, this one was around like hacking the scanners on. Um, point of sale things that you might see in the supermarket. So um, really great talk and just really great presentation that kind of engaged the whole audience. Hold your horses, stopping a North Korean supply chain attack before it bolts. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see all of this. I had to duck out for um, dinner while this one was going on. But this was from a uh, principal consultant from the uh, intrusion analyst and threat hunting team at CrowdStrike or Overwatch. Um, CG was their initials uh, at in interrupt with a three instead of the E. Again, I'll link all this in the show notes. Um, but it was talking about um, Labyrinth Kalima, I think it's pronounced, um, but essentially Lazarus Group. It's that Labyrinth Kalima is how CrowdStrike talks about threat adversaries, uh, the, the Lazarus Group threat adversary. It, like each company has its own naming. Um, 
And yeah, it was just really cool about kind of the research that they did that they discovered it, um, went into some technical detail. This was one of the the technical talks that was actually pretty good. Like the source code wasn't too small. Um, it was high level enough, I think, for a lot of people in the audience to follow. So um, again, if you can try and find this presentation or if you're in another conference and you can see it, definitely recommend it. The last one that I want to talk about is IoT malware in real life. So um, this was someone who just in their own term, I think they used to work for potentially ASD and now works for ASP, but had bought Wi-Fi photo frames for their family for Christmas and then decided to try and secure it and started digging into it and found a, um, I think it was like a Chinese malware framework. They only found one module on the photo frame, but then they ended up finding other um, like Chinese phones in their marketplace that had like a larger framework on it that could steal like messages and WhatsApp messages and photos and, and all this other stuff. So um, really good presentation, really good research into it. There was definitely more research that can be done in this space um, from everyone, but highly recommend this kind of thing. So again, I'll try and link all that. But that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Always the best way to support at the moment is to subscribe to the podcast and like and subscribe my YouTube channel. Like I said, there'll be more content now coming out that we've kind of got an idea that we want to do the um, the CTF questions and do walkthroughs. And like I said at the start, there'll be an affiliate link for WISE if you're interested in that. Reach out if you'd like to sponsor some content. I also have merch uh, ranging from a hat, some uh, track work from home appropriate track pants, and the challenge coin, which no one has still solved yet. So definitely keen to try and get some more people out there to try and solve that coin. Um, all that is linked from my website, hardlyadequate.com, and I will catch you all next week.